Welcome to episode three of the ASSB Safety Standards and Tech Hubs podcast. If you listened into our first episode, you learned how industry consensus standards are developed and the important role they play in occupational safety and health. Today, I'm joined by Lauren Bauerschmidt. She is the manager of standards development here at ASSP to take that conversation one step further and talk about how government agencies use industry consensus standards. Uh, Lauren, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. So as I mentioned in our first episode, we discussed how industry consensus standards come together and the individuals involved in that process. Today we're going to take that a step further and talk about how government agencies and different groups use those documents. So let's say we have an approved ANSI ASSP standard. It's been published. People can visit the website and purchase it. What happens next? What's the next step? How do government agencies and others use the contents of that document? And while most people may think primarily of OSHA in relation to occupational safety and health standards. What are some other agencies that use them and how are they applying them to their different areas of focus? Well, let's step back for a moment, Scott, and make sure that our listeners understand a few basics. OSHA regulations are the law. They must be followed and organizations can be fined actually uh, for violating those regulations. Consensus standards, on the other hand, are groups of people with a common interest on the topic. They come together to determine what the standard should be. Consensus doesn't mean that everyone agrees, but that all the views and objections have been considered. Okay. So many organizations and safety professionals use voluntary consensus standards to go further than the OSHA regulations to keep their workers safe. So voluntary consensus standards are not the law, although it's really more complicated than that. So in that regard, we see the voluntary standards used by government agencies in three ways. The way we see it most uh, is incorporation by reference. Okay. So this means that the government recognizes the standard and makes it a part of the law. So one great example of this is the Z87 standard for eye and face protection. An organization doesn't actually have to use the eye and face protection with that Z87 stamp. But if they don't, then they need to demonstrate that their safety glasses meet that standard. That is a lot of work, and it is far simpler just to buy the safety glasses with that Z87 stamp. Right, so it's really in their best interest to work with the industry consensus standard to begin with and save themselves a lot of time and legwork later on. Absolutely. Use that knowledge that's already been put together and move forward. Absolutely. The second way that we see this being used is in the general duty clause. So most of our safety professionals who are listening to this are well aware that um, of the general duty clause, 5A1. And to quote it, um, it's to require that each employer furnish each of its employees a workplace that's free from recognized hazards that are causing or likely to cause death or serious harm. So we've actually seen, seen OSHA include an ANSI ASSP standard, such as Z117 confined space, in the citation. And the third way is in a settlement proceedings. So let's say that OSHA has fined or have found a citation against a company. A company may decide to do corrective actions based on that consensus standard. So Scott, you also asked about how about other organizations, other governmental agencies. We often think only of OSHA, but there are state agencies, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Army Corps of Engineers, the Department of Transportation, just to name a few. Um, the Army Corps of Engineers actually have used the ANSI ASSP standards extensively in their standard, which is the EM385 Safety and Health Requirements Manual. And you know, Scott, actually, I just thought of another example of how ASSP and OSHA have come together, really through what's called a letter of interpretation. A while back, Z359 sent a letter to OSHA requesting clarification because the OSHA regulation and 
our Z359 fall protection standard was not consistent. So the committee felt that the Z359 standard actually was at a higher level of safety. OSHA responded with a letter of interpretation agreeing with Z359. And part of that letter specifically was talking about training. We hear a lot about competent trainers and qualified trainers. So um, ASSP has a Z490 training standard and an ASSP Z359.2 minimum fall protection standard. And OSHA agreed that by following those two documents, you would fulfill the qualified person requirement of that OSHA rule. So what does all that mean? It doesn't mean that you have to follow those two, but by using those two standards, you're able to fill that OSHA requirement for a qualified person. Okay. So then in a, in a case such as that, will OSHA actually go back and change their own regulations to make sure that people understand that if you're in compliance with Z359.2, that that puts you in compliance with the OSHA regulation as well? My understanding is that they wouldn't go back and change the rule per se. They may do that at some point when they make changes to the rule, but for now this letter of interpretation allows you to use those documents to fulfill that requirement. I see. Okay. So when we talk about OSHA and their role as the government regulator for occupational safety and health, are representatives from OSHA and Mm -hmm. some of the other agencies that you've mentioned at the table giving their insights and uh, opinions towards industry consensus standards as they're being drafted? Are they involved Mm -hmm. in those conversations and what's their role in that process? Yeah, absolutely. We've got quite a few committees um, such as the Z359 fall protection, Z16 leading and lagging indicators, the A10 construction demolition. We have quite a few governmental regulators on our committees, OSHA, NIOSH, the United States Army, the United States Navy. They're all at the table. They participate in the committee discussions. They provide technical comments. Um, For some of the committees, they don't actually officially vote, but they're definitely involved and at the table. And providing kind of a governmental perspective on that? I mean, just with with their background and what they're looking for from a regulatory perspective, so to speak? Yeah, exactly. Really, all the members on our committees have their perspective and what they bring to the table. So Mm OSHA is just a part of that as well from their governmental perspective what would be the best to keep people safe. Okay, so we've touched on this a little bit. For the safety professionals out there who may be saying, okay, I've got my industry consensus standard over here and OSHA regulations over there. How do I know which rules and regulations I need to comply with in order to you know, avoid some of those potential fines and what have you? What do they need to do to know which regulations they should be following in order to send their people home safely? This is probably one of the top questions that we actually get regarding our standards. Do I have to follow them or not? So it comes down to this. Employers must follow the OSHA regulations. Those are the laws. There's no way around that. Um, But many organizations use our standards and other ANSI standards to make their safety programs up at that higher level, like a best practice. Um, Honestly, a lot of OSHA regulations have not been updated in a while, and technology has changed. These standards can be updated a little bit more easily, so they're able to update the standards more frequently and keep up with technology. One example of that is the Z244 Control of Hazardous Energy, which is the lockout-tagout alternative method standard. What's nice with this standard is it has a flowchart to really help you evaluate the best way to keep your workers safe from unexpected energization of equipment. It might be a lock. It might be a light curtain. There's many ways, and so you've got that 
flow chart to figure out what the best option is. Okay. Taking a look at the other side of the coin, are the individuals who are developing ANSI ASSP standards looking at what has been done previously with OSHA regulations and things like that when they're developing content for those standards as a reference point of what regulations are currently out there, what's been done historically, that kind of a thing? Yeah, definitely. All standards development organizations, which ASSP is one of them, has to follow the ANSI essential requirements procedures to have their standards approved. And part of that process actually is to verify that there aren't any conflicts of interest or other standards that have already been written. So yes, ASSP is always looking to see what's already been written and make sure we don't have a conflict. And hopefully we find something that is out there that you know, people need some more information about. Okay, great. Well, I know I've learned an awful lot about standards today and how they're used by government agencies and others to make sure that we're getting uh, workers home safe. And I hope our listeners have too. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, yes, Scott. Actually, I'd like to just take a moment to thank all of our subject matter experts who volunteer their time to work on the standards. Really, ASSP is so fortunate to have members who not only have the expertise in the safety field, but also share that knowledge and give back to the community. Um, it's really what makes these standards so strong. Safety professionals ensure that their organizations meet those OSHA regulations, and then they can extend their program as outlined in the consensus standards. Okay, great. Well, uh, thank you very much again, Lauren, for joining me today. We hope you'll join us again next time when we'll be discussing certification to industry consensus standards. We'll see you then.